Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, now, the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. Liam Neeson's <laughs> got the new movie, The Commuter, out. Mm. And Brad Blanks was talking to him. There's no scoop about Liam, right? No, no scoop. All good for him. He's got a bushy beard at the moment. Um, <laughs> a good guy. This movie looks crazy, doesn't it, Scott? You've seen the yeah, commercials. Seen the, the, it's pretty hard to miss the trailer. You don't know what you got yourself into. <laughs> yeah. You may not live to spend that money, sir. Ooh. And Brad was uh, chatting with Mr. Liam Neeson. Oh, Liam. Jeez, I love the, the fur on the face. When did you oh, come up? I hate it. <laughs> you know, I have two days left to shoot a Corn Brothers Western. So, Like a band member, like a good Irish folk oh, singer. Really? It's your band member. Okay, I'll take that as a compliment. Great to see you. Uh, winter drink of choice. Tea. Well done, mate. <laughs> tea. i got to tell you something. People think that Brad is kind of, you know, like a nitwit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, no, what? I mean Where like is that? that? Where is that? What are you talking about? You think that people yeah, just right? go out there and they ask questions of these stars. It's very difficult to come up with a question that's going to get their attention. Isn't that correct? Uh, especially for a nitwit. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> but you know what I mean, no, Brad. No, thank you, you Scott. Nice to see you've said to I, me. He said that with you got to remember when Brad first started working with me, he would go up and say, hey, how are you? It would take him like two minutes to get around to a question. Yeah. By that time, he's looking at air. Yeah. They're gone. Everybody is vying, for, you know, yeah. like a bunch of little monkeys in a cage. They're yeah. all trying to get some attention. That's right. And unless you have something fairly intelligent well, or funny, that's right. right? Yeah, that's right. You got to keep them there. You got to figure out how to keep them there. You got the publicist behind them saying, wrap it up, wrap it up yeah. the whole time. And you the really have yeah. to come in there and yes. get their attention. Yeah. And Brad has learned how to do that. Yeah. Yes, he has. You're the, absolutely the right year. there. First couple of times we sent him out there, he yeah. come back and he go, so I did you interview uh, so Regis Philbert, I think, was one of my first friends. He said, no, he, uh, he turned and walked away. That's right, yes. And what was the girl you had to wait outside the... Uh, oh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts yeah, yeah. told him to get the F away from her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. No, she did, yeah. She did. Yeah. She wasn't happy with me. She sent her security guys after him. Yeah, he took oh me down gosh. an alleyway. Well, Go he, get the big was, guy with the wild eyes and yeah. get him out of here. Wild eyes. <laughs> wild eyes. The he money felt like the eyes. like a stalker when she was doing Broadway. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were out there every day. So That's I'm trying painful. to get my compliment, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> he started developing this talent yeah. of preparing before he walked up to the people. Wow. But, but sometimes you have figure. to throw the prepared stuff out the window because... Yeah. Yeah, because they- <laughs> yeah, it is like a massive climax when you get them in front of you, Scott. Like it's a massive moment. No, like, like a massive Cl- climatic climatic moment. moment now you're getting back to being a nitwit. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you look like a deer in headlights when you just said that. I love him. What did you just say? Sorry, climactic moment. That's what I was meant to say. That was a bit weird. Between you and me, we'll never come up with the right word. (laughs) (laughs) And John Elliott wrote me a note this morning. 
I have a major prediction for Hugh Jackman. Even though it's painful, I'm willing to share it. That's why I'm feeling so bad today. You have a big prediction involving Hugh Jackman. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that the greatest showman is coming to Broadway. Ooh. Ooh. That's pretty. Because it was written <laughs> for Broadway. i yeah, got to tell you. Of course it was. No. <laughs> That's no, not it's a, a movie, Scott. It's a movie. It's in no, theaters right now. A, no, it's a Broadway production that they filmed. That's what it is. I it's, like how unimpressed you are. No, it isn't. If you've looked at have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. It's a Broadway show right up on the screen. It's made yeah, for it's, Broadway. It's a movie. It's a movie. Right. You go to a theater, you sit down, and it's a movie. Oh, that's Written your by the people who did La La Land. So it would be, it but, would be a surprise to you if Hugh Jackman showed up on Broadway, huh? Oh, no. I mean, I'd be, I mean, if he shows up on Broadway, there people are going to say, I heard it on The Shannon Show. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that prediction. Boy, well, look at just because, just got, because him, it's all about Shannon. No, it's and not I'm, all about just Shannon. Be, and, and I'm I'm heartbroken today because every today. single person that walks out of that theater after yeah. seeing that movie says yeah. to the loved one that they're with, they go like this: "That'll be on Broadway soon." Oh, yeah, that's what they said about Frozen, and it came true. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the movie, you should see the movie. It's a great movie, and i got to tell you, it just screams Broadway. Well, maybe maybe I'm just a little off my game today. No, no, you're, today, right, you're right. No, you're right there. No, no today <laughs> is the day that uh, Elizabeth goes back to college. Oh, now. Oh, now he, miss her. he pulls the Elizabeth card on me. And I saw the movie with her yesterday, and I'm thinking last night, gee, I already miss her, and she, you know, she doesn't leave till noon today, so it's that time of year it's when tough. all the kids go back to college. I hate it. I think we both made the same mistake. We only had one of them. fanny has got them all over the place. See? <laughs> and, and Sue's got yourself. like three to spare. <laughs> <laughs> Sue's, all of them. Well, she had them all at once. We should <laughs> borrow one. All right. You're off the hook. Hey, Brad, you hear the big news? Oh, what What, what was the news? Is oh, it... you didn't hear about it? What was it? <laughs> we broke it this morning right here. What? John had the whole deal. Oh, the Broadway news. Yeah, the Broadway news. Oh, my news. God, John broke that you Jackman's going to Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that, Brad? <laughs> have you seen The Greatest Showman? I have not yet, but I mean, oh, it's... Oh, that thing was written for the Broadway stage. Well done. <laughs> well, what, the, what do you Jackman's people think that you've broken the news early? How did you... Get well, the I don't want to get. In, I don't want to get in trouble with his people. I'm just going out on a limb, but it just it just eeks well, and we, reeks. I got to tell you, we did get a little note here, a little text yeah. from somebody with a Nederlander organization. They yeah. asked me to please request that you zip it. <laughs> Why? Because they're, they're still in negotiations. <laughs> John Elliott's Look driving at, up the price. Yeah, we don't. Well, that's you. what we need, need on Broadway. It. Look at my friends with the Broadway League. They love you. I didn't know it was going to be a musical. I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, they, over there, they start singing and dancing. I go, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Scott, you went into this not knowing it was going to be a musical? I have no idea. Isn't that funny? Oh, what? No How clue. did you not know it was going to be a musical? Everybody knew it was going to be a musical. Johnny thought it was a political thriller. I'm not, was this right after you went to Lady Bird? I mean, I don't know. No, no, no. It was New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. And I'm watching it, and I, go, I turn over to Chester. Is this a music? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. 
I didn't know. He just <laughs> followed the crowd. He went with yeah. a bunch of friends. Wolverine yeah. pop four. <laughs> yeah. How come the knives aren't coming out of his hands? <laughs> What's wrong? He's knives got that big stupid hand. hat on, and there's no knives coming out of his fingers. <laughs> what is Zach Efron doing here? Oh, God. That's the guy from the Mickey Mouse Club. What's he doing? There's a woman with the bead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, dear. How about this fella? He's got a big piece in the paper today. His name is Michael Simon. And he's so proud of the fact that he can pee anywhere he wants. Anywhere in the five boroughs. I'd want that publicly announced if I were him. And the police can't do anything about it. He's got a letter from his doctor that says he can pee anywhere. He will whip it out and pee right, anywhere. because oh. he's got some kind of a, a bladder problem. It's not my fault. It's my bladder's fault. Yeah. He scoffed at the suggestion of wearing an adult diaper. Hmm. So everybody else has got to look at his penis when he walks around town. They don't have to look at it, but no, I'm right. just saying he's in a public place. Turn away. Turn away. And one time he forgot he didn't have his uh, letter with him from the doctor that said he could do that. And he got ticketed? No. No? No. What happened? Well, he did, come to think of it. He pleaded his case to the judge. She told him he was just, uh, about this, pissing in the wind with this old note from 2011. <laughs> so he went and got a new note. I mean, it's his body. He right. should be the one to wear the adult diapers. Right. Just pee anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. John, did you run that story about the uh, the couple came home and their house was gone? Somebody stole it. <laughs> you know, house? in the uh, in the <laughs> yes. uh, pre-show meeting, it came up, but then we had to uh, we had to go with more weather coverage. <laughs> So you didn't have time for the didn't stolen have time. house. It was, it was a close call. It was cut between that and the guy who pees everywhere. Oh, <laughs> look at what AccuWeather just sent me. But. A tsunami warning was in effect for New York until nine twenty-eight this morning. Stop it. I'm not getting you. I just got that message. Oh, and snow starts in one minute. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm reading it right here. It's real. If we get a tsunami. Severe weather (laughs) alert. If you miss this one, your career is done, John. (laughs) You're not seeing anything about a tsunami? No. I'm seeing if Jesus is coming back today. Um, (laughs) AccuWeather. Severe weather alert. Tsunami warning. In effect for New York City, New York. Until 9.30 this morning. Holy cow. The guy that hit the missile alert button in Hawaii has a new job, obviously. He moved in. He's working for AccuWeather. Exactly. (laughs) So you have nothing on that. Let's go here. Um, Tsunami warning. Latest tsunami warning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. I see it now on the the desktop version. Tsunami warning. Just... (laughs) What is the latest on that, Patty? Oh, it says, hello, this message is for test purposes only. It's a Way test to, to determine... Uh, they didn't put they that didn't on. put that on the alert. This they is a test to determine alert. transmission times involved in the dissemination. So they sent... So this is the Hawaii guy. <laughs> no, they Patty. sent out no, the alert. Patty. We're looking at... He has the actual alert. I know. That's with... what their cover page said. But then when I clicked on it, it said, this is for test purposes only. We don't have that did you click it no oh my god at least we're on the 11th floor yeah well, yeah yeah all right yeah. if you get yeah. that yeah. information let get me know swept down from yeah. under us. we live in a stupid time <laughs> <laughs> Just... elliot's starting to look real good isn't he <laughs> oh, 
Thank you. <laughs> I had a uh, a call from a young man, a little Jeremy. He's from Ridgewood. He's in the fourth grade. And he heard my little dissertation mm-hmm. about Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Oh. And in a moment of passion when I was um, describing him, I called him a hogwart. You flipped the words. When I meant warthog. Right. Uh, in other words, I... Uh, like a big ugly thing that doesn't smell yeah, good. A big ugly thing that's all hairy and doesn't smell good. Wanted to get close to Selma Hayek. By the way, I really like warthogs, so I don't really want you to use you that called either. called him a no, wizard, gonna, Scott. That's what Jeremy said. I that. called him a wizard and said, uh, I don't think you want to call him a wizard. So I uh, meant warthog, not hogwart. Yeah. So I stand corrected. But you are a muggle, Scott. So that would, <laughs> that'll work, right? Yeah, you muggle. Yeah. Did, you, did you guys handle the uh, story about the prison in North Carolina this morning over on oh CBS gosh, 2? Did you see that? Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> they have a, uh, a low-security prison there. Uh-huh. And it's called the Caldonia Correctional Institution. Mm-hmm. And I guess somebody in the prison, had they... they have 1,000 prisoners there, all men. It's a male operation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the so, so I guess somebody ordered some contraband, and that I guess you can smuggle just about anything into most prisons, not all of them. Well, this is like a, it called a state prison farm. It's very open. Yeah. So, but yeah. they must stay there. Yes, they have to stay yeah. there. They do have some that's sort, sort of, of the yeah. prison yeah. thing. They do have <laughs> some sort of paraphernalia that makes you stay there. You can have a good time, but stay so put. Somebody threw a little duffel bag over the fence of the prison yard. So it looked like it was an order after they order. cataloged everything. It's not a drone from Amazon. <laughs> they got a pound of smoking tobacco, Okay. synthetic marijuana, 10 cell phones complete with chargers, uh, two <laughs> bottles of painkillers. Uh oh. And 13 sexual dysfunction pills. Yeah. Oh. oh, like Viagra. Wow. Viagra. Something like that. 13 Scott, Viagra pills. Why would you pills. need that in a prison? That's a good question. You right don't want there. to keep this conversation <laughs> no, going. Now, Jeremy's still listening. And. Uh, <laughs> 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 So they happened to have a camera on the fence on the perimeter there. So they found 33-year-old Abel Zarastonian of Winston-Salem. He was arrested at a stoplight nearby and charged with possession of a controlled substance and attempting to furnish phones to inmates. So somebody made a call out, and that's his order. Or they had four or five different guys. Give me 13 Viagra pills. (laughs) Ten cell phones and Why so on. 13? Oh, you think it's for one guy? Yeah. One guy's not going to need ten cell ten phones. phones. There's a guy named Raphael or somebody in there, and he said, what do you want over there, Charlie? <laughs> Raphael? Yeah. yeah, he's a real hugwart. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm or sure he... a turtle. Now he, we're going with all the kids' characters. He took the order of cell phones and Viagra and, and all that, so yeah. obviously there's some sort of sexual activity going on behind... Behind the wall. Yeah, you never know. Like They're in Caledonia. Maybe in the kitchen. Radio.com. Radio.com. Have you seen Ladybird, John? I I I, I was touched by Lady Ladybird. I liked it. I can't say I loved it. I'd never seen the girl who played Ladybird. Since you're running. I yeah. never seen. She was her. in the movie Brooklyn. She, oh, she's yeah. incredible. 
Anyway, Brad ran into Saoirse, uh -huh, and he had a chance to chat with her about her character. She wanted to be known as Lady Bird. That's right, Lady Bird. Saoirse, I was an emotional man with Brooklyn. Oh, Great story. I was a young Australian, came to New York. It was good you stuff. You are Eilish. Yeah, yeah. You are Eilish. Whenever men say to me, they're like, you know, it's not usually my kind of film, but... I have to say, like, I was really upset at the end. I'm like, yes, it feels like a, a big victory, so. How was it walking the streets of Ireland after that movie? Did, you know, people come to you and go, oh, I nearly got on the boat to, you know, to Brooklyn? Yeah. I get, yeah, I do. I, I get a lot of people over here as well coming up to me and just saying, like, this is my story, like yourself, and there's so much love for it. It's actually on on Christmas Day at home, so I was getting loads of texts about it. Got me twice. Too. Sure, sure, sure. What's your next movie? I know. I'm going to think about you now and I'm picking my next one. Yeah. Thanks, Alan. Yeah. yeah. Boy, she's a pisser, isn't yeah. she? Adorable. She's oh, awesome. I love yeah. her. She didn't sound like that in the movie. <laughs> Not at all. How do they do that, John? <laughs> Could yeah, you she's do... from northern Sacramento in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she is. And she's, there's no hint whatsoever of that dialect. Yeah. Isn't that you want amazing? to know what I think, though, that as accent. I listen to that interview, Brad? And I'd like to hear your take on this. Mm -hmm. I think your accent brought out more of her accent. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I literally thought I needed a dictionary right. to figure out what she was saying. Well, it I'll was. Tell you. But I think it was a bit of the magic of the old blank. <laughs> <laughs> now, by the way, could you, do you think you could do an entire weather cast in another accent like she did that movie? <laughs> we may see a little fog out there today. <laughs> could you do wow. that for like three I'm or four minutes? I'm aroused. <laughs> Tell me what accent you want me to do. Tell me what accent you want me to do. I like the French. That made me feel good. <laughs> I can make you feel really good tonight yeah. as it gets wet in the area. With some rain for more of the area tomorrow morning. And then we see a cool day on your Saturday. With some snow accumulating. Snap out of it. CBS has other related stations that they can use. They're going to use TBS, mm -hmm. TNT, yep. and well, True TV. Yep. Bingo. It's all over cable. That's where you're going, True TV, John? Well, no, I'm going CBS because I don't have to do a noon show today because we got it on uh, <laughs> Channel 2 today. you got to be happy, don't you? <laughs> I, I tell you, I'm a little blue. I don't get to spend yeah. time with Chris and Mary at noon. What's oh, a lost I... weatherman do in New York City? So you just knock, do you hit the bar early with weathermen Probably, go? you know. That's a good idea. <laughs> right? <laughs> Since you're having trouble getting happy where you want to go at home anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's great and advice. That's what you said. You're the one great that said advice, it. Dad. You're the one that said it on the air. Might as well Having come troubles home. at home? Go to the bar. Might you should well write a back. book. You might as well come home sloshed. That's a good I'm going to say Uncle Scott said it. <laughs> and you're so. going, how about now in front of the fireplace? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. And we're back in the gutter. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show Podcast. Brad is here, and I did not know this, but when he was a young man, he had a big teenage crush. Ooh. Oh, on. The first time he ever what? was engaged in personal conduct. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an unusual way of putting it. 
I decided I was going down the wrong road. Yeah, no, I made a quick left. Scott, let it go. I made a quick left no, right over here. Let it go. This was his first teenage crush. Yeah, boy crush, boy. Tell me a little bit about this. Well, uh, yeah, I was born in 74, and uh, a TV show debuted um, around the world called Wonder Woman in 75. So Ooh, yes, oh. yes. I developed a, a loving for this strong female woman, Linda Carter, who played Wonder Woman. You could manage at your home in Australia to get a poster? Yeah, I had a poster and everything. I watched it all the time. My my mum was so taken that I had a female superhero you know, as my so idol. So she thought so. you were gay until then. <laughs> <laughs> now look, that's... I heard that. <laughs> that went on the air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. But, but yeah, no, uh, my mum was encouraging me to love all sorts of things as a young boy, and I loved Wonder Woman. That was my my. Uh, so you my finally hero. tracked Linda Carter down. Yeah, it was a big moment, and I got her for you, Scott, because I know you secretly loved her as well, didn't you? Yeah. No, not really. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, she's delightful. Yeah. I was a Farrah Fawcett poster. Oh, oh, oh okay. remember that one? Yeah. The yeah. red swimming suit hair with guy. that. I like hair. Yeah. Big hair guy. <laughs> I like it when you got your hair up in the air, you know? <laughs> well, Linda does. Wonder Woman does. Nah, not like Farrah. John, how did you like your women in the 70s? Gloria Swanson. I had a huge thing for <laughs> Gloria Swanson. Here's Brad talking to Wonder Woman, the original. How are you, love? Very nice Great to see you. Love, um, Aussie boy in yeah, New York. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, how does you handle like big, tall men like myself who sit there and go, when I was a little boy, I idolized you? Well, How do you handle it? Well, you, you're okay. All right, all right. You're, it's when somebody is old and creaky <laughs> and gray and they say, when I was a little boy, I used to love you. The one thing I don't like is when someone starts to say, when I was a teenage boy, I really, I go, I don't want to hear it. I was a little boy. I was a little boy. <laughs> okay. Oh, maybe I don't want to hear that either. No, no, no. no. I maybe, just thought you were like so, such a Thank hero. You. Thank you, you know, so and that's much. What you brought to that. You felt that you brought that action. It was an action show. Yeah. Well, yes, but it's also about the heart and soul of uh, uh, of women. All of it. Thank so you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> you wow. didn't initiate that bye-bye, did you? No, she sort of did. It. She knew it was getting probably a little bit heated there. She could see it in my eyes. That I was... She didn't want to hear that you were a teenage boy and you had, <laughs> you had a big hornball crush on her. Oh, my goodness. I think she was in love with you. Yeah, yeah she was good. No, yeah, and that's no, why she, she left so yeah, quick. Yeah. 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 Hey, nice talking to you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was after Scott. She went. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, she used to be on my little show. Really? She would come in. She'd have these nice long. She's. I found her absolutely charming to visit with, and she was very gracious to the crew. Uh, she was in a couple of times. Lots of pictures, and she. I, she was a sweetheart. So didn't she you, didn't say goodbye that didn't fast. Didn't you tell like me about with... the day when you said you were a teenager, you had a crush on her, and she said bye bye? I decided not to do that on live TV. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. I decided not to retrace my sexual past with a television icon. When I was a teenage boy, I really, I got, well, I, was a little, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's the best part of the interview. Why'd you say, Linda? Got it. <laughs> Meanwhile, in North Carolina, a guy breaks into the Pizza Hut around 4.30 last Wednesday. And he calls 911 on himself. <laughs> he tells him, my name is Jesus Christ. I just broke into the Pizza Hut. You got to come get me. I'm Jesus. And they said? Well, here's here's what went down. Hot point 911, what is your emergency? 
Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into the Pizza Hut. I broke the window in. I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back. He's back to earth. All right. And uh, so you don't work there? <laughs> no, I just broke in. Had a pizza. I'm Jesus. And what was your name again? My name is Jesus. What's your last name, Jesus? Christ. <laughs> okay. And what do you look like? I look like Jesus. What else do I supposed to look like? Why? Why'd you do that? Because I'm Jesus. I can do whatever I want. We're okay. tired of Judas's on this earth. We're going to clean this earth up. So what are you up to? Man, where do you live at? I don't. I'm from heaven. How'd you get over over to the Pizza Hut? I'm from heaven, sir. Okay. And did you break a front window? Yeah, I broke the door window, sir. And did you eat a pizza? Yeah. Had a Mountain Dew. All right, you going to stay there for a minute? Yeah. <laughs> Hang out on fire. Send somebody to pick you up. <laughs> he doesn't wow. look much like Jesus, That's by the, the way. First thing Jesus is going to do when he comes back is go get a Pizza Hut pizza and a Mountain <laughs> Dew. You sure that wasn't a Carl Reiner, Bob Newhart record? Yeah. Is that one of those? Yeah, no, no. Hi, right, I'm Jesus Christ for Dump Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Listen, how about the guy on the, the operator? Hot point nine one. What is your emergency? Yes, this is Jesus Christ, and I just broke into the Pizza Hut. I broke the window in. I'm here. Jesus is here now. He's back. He's back to Earth. All right, and uh, you don't. All right, let's right. go, Shannon. All right, all, all right. right, all right, there, Jesus. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Well, I'm having a pizza and a Mountain Dew. It's like what? He had to cook it himself. I want to. Uh, I don't know. Explore, yeah, right? that's interesting. Yeah. That's a skill. Yeah, and then the uh, alarm's going off the whole time. He's fine. Yeah, you got the alarm in the background. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> yeah, can you hang around a few minutes? We'll send someone to pick you up and get you back on your way to heaven. <laughs> Patty Steele jumps in. She's got the daily dirt. Okay, now I'm giving you this uh, story because Brad loves this story, so I may need some help from you. It's, I don't know if Scott That's loves it. That's all he's been talking about. I know. I don't really even understand it completely. We we all do love that crazy kid, Tiffany Haddish. She sparked a Twitter frenzy this week. She talked about meeting her idol, Beyonce, last December at an after party following a Jay-Z concert in L.A. She says, Beyonce walked over and she looked at me and she said, I'm Beyonce. No kidding. Haddish says that's when an unnamed actress got all bent out of shape, trying to control access to the queen, got in between them and suddenly wheeled around and bit Beyonce on the face. I don't know <laughs> who does that. You can't bite Queen B? And it was not just a little fun thing because Beyonce stormed away. She went over to Jay-Z and she said, Jay, come here, this... B word, and she started telling him what had happened. So Tiffany says, I then told Beyonce, You want me to kick your ass? I'll do that. And, <laughs> and she said, No, no, go have fun. Don't you worry about it. You want me to kick her ass? Yeah. She, it was, so, of course, this sparked this gigantic frenzy. Everybody, everybody wow. that cares about Beyonce wanted to try to figure out who did it. John Legend's wife, model Chrissy Teigen, tweeted, I cannot leave this planet. Without knowing who bit Beyonce in the face. Chrissy Teigen's got to get some other kind of thing going on. She said, I can only think of one person who would do this, but I won't say it. She's the worst. Then she apparently got the inside scoop and tweeted, my initial guess was wrong. The real person? I never would have guessed. Mariah Carey. I've now said too much. <laughs> well, see, everybody would expect yeah. that. Shasha Gabor. <laughs> she didn't do it. We know. Brad, do you know anything no, about no, this? Like oh, wait, wait a minute. Stop everything, Brad. Uh-oh. The only thing wrong with this whole story is... Is that we're doing it on the air? Beyonce said it never happened. Oh. It's, 
Well, of course she is. She's yeah, a lady. She's, she's the, not going to talk about that. She's the bitey. If somebody right. bites your face, you would probably Scott, say something. No, no, think about no. it. No. If she said, yes, I got bitten, it would turn into a gigantic yeah. thing. She'd have to name the biter. Oh, my gosh. You, th- I mean, Hollywood uh, would be insane. And it would make yeah. Beyonce look weak. And she cannot look weak. She, right. cannot. No, she cannot. Here's what the Lemonade. three of you better do. Queen Move Beyonce. on to the next story. Take a deep breath. You're okay. all excited. Listen to you. You're breathless, Patty. But it's the number one story Brad on Twitter. Brad it's Blanks like, has got you all jacked up. It it's has replaced nothing. Stormy Daniels on yes. Twitter. So. To quote your idol, it's a big nothing burger. No, it's awesome. Oh, it's, it's exciting. It's a mystery, Scott. It's a mystery. It's like a detective story. She did not say right. nothing burger. That sounds like <laughs> so, <laughs> That is so not something fancy. Jay, Jay, this is a nothing burger. Okay. And here's Kermit over here. Who bit Beyonce? You can't get past I need to know. <laughs> Well, I recall when uh, Brad's son Harvey interviewed her. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Remember that one, yeah. That's all he could ask. Uh, Who bit you? (laughs) This is the first time I thought I'd ever agree with Sue Aller. (laughs) She doesn't care about who bit Beyonce either. (laughs) Perfect. Every day, if you're watching the late news, especially during uh, ratings, the TV stations go, be careful. Wipe off your steering wheel or you could be dead. Yeah, Every night they have some new feature. I know where you're going with this one. You know, now the rubber ducky could kill you. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time. Why can the rubber duck kill you now? What's the deal? Because the water and all anything that's in the bathtub, because you squish them and they squeak, and the water gets sucked sucked in there, and you can't really clean them out. Yeah, and it turns into mold and it gets really yeah, this like filmy, squishy stuff comes out of that little hole in the bottom of the ducky. That sounds so terrible. (laughs) They say Swiss and American researchers have actually counted. The microbes swimming inside the rubber ducky. I wonder who funded that. And when that murky liquid is released, look out. Mm. Potentially pathogenic bacteria coming right at you. They'll pick up the duck and they'll squish it at each other and squirt them in the face. You should see the names of some of the bacteria. Are you going to attempt that? No. (laughs) Well, I get one. Legionella. Okay. And then Pseudodomomotus. What? Uh-huh. Pseudodomomomus? Yeah, that's, that's the one you got to be careful of. Pseudodomomus. Another one. Another one. Is the Aragonosa. That's it. Aragonosa. Wait, that's different than the first time you said it. I know, it. it's a different one. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> They're twins. <laughs> Aragonosa's in there. In my rubber ducky. Uh, now, one more thing to worry about, you damn rubber ducky. <laughs> you damn rubber ducky. You rubber tonight on CBS 2. Be careful. Team coverage. The rubber Team ducky. Coverage. Lonnie will actually be sleeves up in the bath. <laughs> oh. The rubber ducky. Be careful. The rubber ducky may do you in. Did you see the story about the lady? 
was at a mall, and she went and sat on the Easter Bunny's lap. And said some really unsavory things to him. Yeah, yeah she told him what she'd like to do to him. Ooh, the bunny. The bunny. The bunny, yeah. She you know, whispered. sometimes those bunnies are ladies. If you, She whispered in the bunny's ear, mm. the bunny called the cops. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, she uh. was uh, arrested for DUI. Well, not DUI, but UI. Yeah. B-U-I. You are drunk. Bunny under bunny. the influence. B-U-I. <laughs> <laughs> Banging a bunny under the influence. Oh, 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 oh. oh it's attempted. I'm sorry. It's attempted. Going to Staten Island, isn't that 718? Yep. <laughs> Going to the 718. Anthony, good morning. Good morning, Scott. How are you doing today? Really good. Thank you. Please tell all the people who are in the dark what that song is. Is it already gone? It is already gone. Yeah. Woo. Told you it was easy. Might be one of my all-time favorites. It is, but that wasn't a two. That was more like three and a half for me. Three and a half? Yeah. Yeah, it was a little tougher. Anthony, was that on the difficulty scale? How high was that? Uh, it's about a, a five in, a, in the range of ten. But I'm pretty, I got a pretty good ear. We have a different scale here. It's one yeah. to five. <laughs> you can't have your own one. scale. Why would you, you ask go him? For my scale. Patty says it's a three. What do you say? <laughs> I'd say it's about a seven. <laughs> so all off right. the chart's tough. Hang on. I'm going to put you on with Sue, all right? <laughs> The big story in India right now, I don't know if you're following this on CBS, too, but the big story in India is a religious leader who operates out of Bihar, India. Mm -hmm. He's known as Penis Baba. Yep. He pulls cars with his manhood. (laughs) It's amazing. They have a video. I don't want to see that. Shows him. I do. You don't have to. I'd like to see it. Show his thing. Oh, he doesn't. Ah. No, he wears robes and he hooks up. Oh well, then that's probably not even true. He hooks a rope to his private parts and he pulls the car a hundred feet. I don't believe it. Are we talking like a Toyota Corolla or like a Mini? You can't see it, but that's what's going on in here. Well, what else is he going to pull it with? Maybe a... No, what? You just put what, a little what, harness what? around his butt and pull exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. You use the hips instead of the, uh-huh. as you crudely call it's, it, manhood. It's... And it, <laughs> I crudely call it. He could call it much worse. It could be a lot. Mr. Baba says, it is not art. Is that how he said it? It is the power of God, oh, unquote. When you, do, you, when you use those accents. I know. I got the good. They're I fascinating, the aren't they? <laughs> That's why I can't believe I haven't been called into any of these big major studios I know. to do uh, overdubs <laughs> for animation. Well, you know what? That accent coach you hired a few years ago really paid off. I and in the yeah. words of Penis Behar. Oh, my. Joy? I'm sorry. Penis Baba, <laughs> not Behar. <laughs> He, and in the She's words, a whole different case. In the words of Penis Baba, anyway, I think they're booking Penis Baba out at uh, Jones Beach. They're gonna be, he's gonna be out there right after Hall and Oates and Train. Yeah, tickets next week on the big show or on the View. <laughs> and then you got another story from Argentina where the a guy had to be taken to the hospital. He had a problem. Really? Like what? Like physical, mental? You know what? I've done enough of that type of story already today. Oh, are we right back to India? (laughs) Oh, I know the story you're talking about. No, 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 no. Let's hear it, Dad. No, John, you'll regret saying that. It's up on our Facebook page. Is it really? Well, the story is. Are there pictures? 
No, there's no pictures, okay. Patty. That's a horrifying You know what? Story. You try to you give that holier than now. You're the one with a filthy mind. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, oh, okay, not... Scott. Why don't you tell him what you put up on I'm your not, Facebook page? I'm yeah, not going right. to tell. You have to go look. I'm not <laughs> going to say that. You're the one that's describing it in detail or attempting to. <laughs> okay. I'm on Scott Shannon's uh, Facebook page. Oh, God. <laughs> See, John. Talk about a full-service gas station. That's all I'm saying. Fill her up. Whoa! It's not that bad. No, now I... Yeah, but you you should see some of the links. (laughs) Better revisit this. I'm double-checking what you did. Somebody oh. is checking what you're doing right now, John. They're no going to follow the links that you follow. Oh, 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 yeah. no, you're not supposed to follow work. the links. Here's a story There's about your, more. There's your data. Oh, all what right. emoji do you use to describe this? Go, go get him right now. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Let me get that down. Right wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Put that up on your Channel 2 link. Yeah, I think they oh, need no, to. I kind of like a paycheck. Louis, should we remove the naked man from Argentina? No, it would be against your way of doing things. We have to keep it. We have to stay oh. strong. <laughs> You're trying to get stay him in strong. trouble. <laughs> Fight the power. It's, 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 a, it's a Shannon story. Was John Elliott? No, it's a Patty story. She's the one that was describing it. <laughs> what? what? Give me what? A, take my name what? off of it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> we just got new. We You're got, the one that what? found the story and posted it on no, Facebook. I didn't post it. Hey, Louis Patty posted. just retweeted it. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm just looking it at It is one of the most popular stories anything. on your page this It morning. is? Yes. All right. A lot of reactions. Sure, about, is, there right. any li- is he no. just making that up? Can he, are there other links on there? You better check that. Uh, it's oh, it's all uh, blotched out, but you can see the man walking oh. to the gas station right. with his problem. Let's yeah, find right. the lowest common denominator. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Radio silence. I'm turning all her off. She's gone. <laughs> This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. We were uh, following the the story from Alabama. I didn't know anything about this. It, it kind of bugs you sometimes if because I read a lot, mm-hmm. and if you miss something, there was a the poop train <laughs> from New York. Poop they, train. They they actually had this train loaded down with sewage. That comes from New York. So you're disappointed that you weren't onto this story early enough, Scott. I, I, I could have done a live broadcast from I there. I found it this. I don't want a live broadcast. Well, I don't know. I would bet you would, actually. But they had 10 million pounds of New York City blank. They parked the train in this little town down there because they didn't, I, something went wrong. The plan, they got there early. You know, sometimes when your plane gets there early, there's not a slot for you to yeah. unload. Something happened like that. Mm. So the poop was uh, standing by to be dumped for, what, about a week or two? Oh. And the people said they couldn't go in that part of town near the train because it stunk so bad. There's a Little League baseball field right near there. They had to move the baseball games because the kids couldn't take it. It's been like three months. Three months. Since January, it's been there. And it's funny because somebody said, you know, we're so grateful that the material left before summer. The material. Because we can't imagine what it would be like because it gets between 95 and 100 here regularly in the summer. Can you imagine that? Oh, my gosh. They said it smelled like death. They said that Alabama is kind of an open-door rubber stamp 
permitting place for landfill operators. Yeah, poop capital of the world. They Alabama make, is? Yeah, yeah. They make is a, that on the license plate? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm just checking. I don't know. Poop Wonderland. They make a lot of money taking in that stuff. They There's do. A lot of, yeah, I mean, Ten million pounds of it, though. I think Cat Stevens had a song about that, the poop train. <laughs> <laughs> was that the peace train? Peace yeah, train, yeah. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was telling Sue, I just saw a headline. 911 operator uh, dismissed. She told one caller, I ain't got no time for this. I got to go read the story. I haven't read it yet. I don't even know where it takes place. Oh, my gosh. She's really your slipping Scott, between oh, the poop train and this. The, the song was running out. They had to get in here. And I don't want to be left out like I was on the poop train. <laughs> I didn't get on riding on the. I'm pretty sure that was that was Cat Stevens, right? right it was. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered something. I I broke the law yesterday. What did you oh, do? No. What? I stole one of those rubber cones, and I really did that. Why? You stole? Why would you do that? I Scott? borrowed it. I'm going to put it back. No, that's not. That's oh stealing. Gosh, you that's don't not, do that. You that's, can't. That's, I'm going to put it back. That's like borrowing somebody's oh car and intending to bring it back it. to. That's I like taking it. a Coors beer truck. <laughs> I did it to avoid a serious lawsuit. What, why? I have in my yard. I have a driveway. You've been down it, sir. Sure, sure, yes. And in the driveway, I have like there's these drains uh-huh. where the water drains. Oh, oh, and, and you yeah. put it during over the-, the winter. One of those drains caved in, Ooh, and there's my. a big hole right there on the side of my driveway. So you stole one instead of just going and buying one. I don't even know where to buy a rubber. The Home Depot. You can get them anywhere. You can get them? Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're very everywhere. affordable. If okay. you take your take some time. Well, I was worried about somebody falling down in there. And right. So you stole one. Big lawsuit against me. Did you me. take it off another hole somewhere else? No, no, no. <laughs> there, these were some where the road people work around my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They don't ever put anything away for months. Uh-huh. So they finished the road work and they had it on the side of the road. Oh, so, it so was you, not, you stole federal property. It was not in service. Or state property. Yeah, I think the fine is like 1200 bucks for that. Yeah. For each time. That's a lot less than I'd get sued for if somebody oh. fell in that hole. It's actually a $5,000 fine or six months in prison. Oh, I'm bringing it back. I'm taking it back this afternoon. We'd have to do the show from Rikers. The Road Traffic Act of 1988 says that. Holy crap. Why wasn't I notified of that sooner? (laughs) Can we do the show from prison? No, you're not going. I'd be the one. No, I know, but we'd show up. We'd support you. I'm putting it right back this afternoon. Don't worry about it. (laughs) It could could be like a conjugal visit. We'd all show up and be with you. (laughs) You know, I don't need that. I'm sorry. I'm fine. I'd handle that myself. Does Sue know what conjugal means? (laughs) No. (laughs) What, are you crazy? What, are you nuts? (laughs) Haven't you listened to the show? Oh, stop it. She's, She's a lot smarter than you give her credit for. (laughs) One more quickie from Norfolk, Virginia. Nicole, this is a weird one, Ashkiss. I'm not kidding you. That's what's written there. Yeah. Nicole Ashkiss went to feed her cat Pony Boy. She Uh couldn't find Pony Boy. She started looking. Pony Boy. And Nicole figured out that he had galloped some 50 feet up a tree. She called PETA and Animal Control. They told her, we don't rescue animals from trees. We don't do that. Luckily, she called her boyfriend, Jeremy. He got a ladder, climbed up the tree to rescue Pony Boy. But? 
He couldn't get down. He got stuck in the tree. But Peter doesn't rescue no, them no. for people either. She called the fire department, and they do rescue people. Thank you. Thank you. So they came and got him, who had Pony Boy, down from the tree. How <laughs> about that? Not bad at all, huh? Well, old Ash Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole. The I'm cat. not kidding you. Pony Boy Ash Kiss. What? A S H. I K I S Ashy Kiss. So were the firemen were they laughing on the way there? We have a problem at the Ash Kiss residence. What are we giggling? There's been a, a new study released from the University of Oxford, mm. the seventh planet from the sun. It was always something people would make fun of when you were in school. Uranus. <laughs> now they come out with the, I don't know how they know this. They say the atmosphere around Uranus is made up of hydrogen sulfide, which smells like rotten eggs. Well, they can tell that fairly easy with what the the tests they, they do these days. Sure, we've had space probes go into Uranus's atmosphere. But this is Oxford University, isn't it? Yeah. This is like yeah. an, one, they the say number Uranus one spot. Stinks like <laughs> rotten eggs. Yeah, yeah it's sulfur. I mean, we've all smelled sulfur. So Brad out on assignment. Talk to an actual astronaut. That's right. Yeah, probably the most celebrated astronaut in American history now, Peggy Whitson. She, you know, she's unbelievable, isn't she, Patty? You've, you know I, a bit about Peggy. Yeah, I do. I like the way Scott said astronaut. Right. But yeah, she no, has actually spent m- more time in space than any astronaut. In You're the kidding United. me. She's in number one, Scott. Yeah. Number one astronaut. Yeah, in history. <laughs> So you She hasn't on. been to Uranus. This yeah. was at the Time 100 event last night. So. All right, I got you. Okay, here we go. Um, we've just found out today, some uh, universities released the news that Uranus is actually smelly. Yeah, that uh, funny. Could you have a comment of how a planet could smell? You know, all planets are made up of different compounds and chemicals, and so it's not surprising that we might find one smelly. Well, I feel great that I've broken news to a real-life astronaut about Uranus. Thank you. Okay, all right, Thank you. great. <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with you. <laughs> that ended Welcome that conversation. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> so he also ran into Lester Holt yeah, and a, another newsman, John Dickerson, mm-hmm. and he told them the big news also. Lester Holt, how would I as a reporter break the news tomorrow morning on the radio that Uranus is finally smelling. Have you read that report in the papers today? I'm sorry, well, one more time. My what is Uranus, the planet, <laughs> is My confirmed what? as a smelling atmosphere. It is a smelly planet. How would I report that on the radio? That's a, that's a softball, man. I could, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I would probably start off by saying, listen very carefully as I slowly, very slowly explain this news and then try to keep a straight face. <laughs> I look forward to you doing that on tomorrow night's newscast. All right, well... <laughs> I'm not sure if that'll make the cut, but we'll let you know. Poor Lester Holt. You know, what? What? <laughs> what, what? My what, he said? The paper's anyway. today. I'm sorry, well, one more time. My what is... Uranus, the planet, is... <laughs> That's my favorite part. Wow. My Caught what? in the papers today. I'm sorry, well, one more time. My what is... Uranus, the planet, is... <laughs> my what? <laughs> my what is what? That was the best part of that. Put him together with Bill Evans and you got my what is what or what, what? What? And then you pop in. My what? Uranus. <laughs> the planet. <laughs> Oh, no. All right, all right, no. Wow. Enough of the locker room childish humor. Locker room. Playground. I'm sorry, well, one more time. My what is Uranus, the planet, is confirmed as a smelling atmosphere. It is- a smelling atmosphere. Stay out of the smelly atmosphere. Radio.com.
It was wonderful to catch up with the great Henry Winkler. Yeah. Talking to the great man, Henry Winkler. Hi. Uh, what is your name? Uh, Brad Blanks. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that everybody got that. Uh, my name is Henry Winkler, and we're talking about my new show called Barry. It's on HBO Sunday nights, 1030. You could also tape it because it's really late yeah. and watch it Monday. Yeah. Whatever it is, the machine records the show and we watch yeah, it. Yeah, you're a wonderful fella. We loved you as the Fonz. We loved you with all these things. I was playing the Fonz. Yeah, I really did. Do you ever go to the Smithsonian and look at the jacket? I have twice. When I'm in Washington, D.C., I go and look at the jacket. How many people can say that they have a jacket and their uh, lunch pail in the Smithsonian? Do you, have, do you have a statue? Yeah, I don't have a statue. No, I, I, no I've just nothing. I have nothing. Yeah. I do. Mine's in Milwaukee. <laughs> Really? You're a nobody. Why am I sitting here? How did I get roped into talking to you? Do you know that the name of my production company is Fed Income? Really? Yeah. Was that when you got MacGyver? That was um, before MacGyver. Were they the years you took a bit off acting? Were you acting a little bit during those years? I did not take those years off uh, voluntarily. You don't have to bring that up. They are hurtful years. They were painful years when I couldn't get hired. Right. No, really. I'm so sorry. Now, uh, I, you know, I produced uh, MacGyver. Yeah, that's right. How great is that? Yeah, so you still get a check, a little bit of cash. Are you talking about my finances? Yeah, no, sorry. No, I'm, no, I apologize. Um, you're a great man, and it's a pleasure to be in your what company. What are you saying? Um, no, I've got... I'm just, oh, are you but, saying it's over? No, no. I want to keep... I'd love to... I can talk to you all day. Yeah, I'm can I just say, it has really been special. Thank you, Mr. Winkler. <laughs> Mr. Blinky? It starts with a B. Yeah, yeah. Blanks. Blanks. Yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> all right, first of all, so a lot of layers, Scott. First, a lot of layers. Of, first of all, he could have done that whole interview without you. That's right. I know. I know. You, was, you just observed. Yes. There was absolutely no need for you to no. be anywhere in the room. That, not, not needed at all. I just... Second of all, he toyed with you. Yes, he did toy. It's like a cat and a ball of yarn. Yeah. You and a yarn. <laughs> He didn't need you in there. No. Except but, every time you opened your mouth, he yeah. was, uh, it was an opportunity to go after you. That's What's right. What's your yeah. name? What's your name? Blinky? Blinky? <laughs> Do you so have a statue? <laughs> That was amazing. I never heard you do anything like that. <laughs> Holy cow. It was awkward and it's really you're a nobody. Why am I sitting here? Why am I sitting here? I love that. Really? You're a nobody. Why am I sitting here? How did I get roped into talking to you? <laughs> That's what he was. He looked at Brad. He just said one thing: "Who the hell are you? Why are you in this room?" Yeah, it's up on your Facebook, Scott. Anyway, the interview. If you want to see the evidence, Can you of- move it off of mine and put it on somebody else. <laughs> There's people all camping out here. They've been here for about a week already. They're crazy. I, you know, um, a lot of press. They're sitting here in nice seats. And I caught up with one gentleman. He's a massive royal fan, and he's so proud to be seated waiting for the wedding. Hello, sir. What's your name? My name's John Loughrey, L-O-U-G-H-R-E-Y, and I'm from London, and I'm a royal supporter. We're looking forward for Prince Harry and Meghan to go into to Windsor Castle, St. George's Chapel, and come out as husband and wife, and we'll be celebrating in champagne, cake, and party poppers. And cannon confetti, and it being red, white, and blue. Now, are you going to be here for the next 48 hours where we are? We've been here since the 13th of May, 
and we slept here t- two nights and we'll be going here now to Saturday the, 9th, the 19th of May and the sunshine's going to shine on us all. Will you have a shower? Of course we will. And we'll be getting a bit tipsy with bubbles for champagne, celebrating with ha- Prince Harry and Meghan. And we're going to sing a song. Congratulations and celebrations on Prince oh, Harry geez. and Meghan's <laughs> wedding day at St. George's Chapel. La, 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 la. Forget the la, words. La, 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 la. <laughs> and we can't wait for this day to celebrate with Meghan and Harry. We love you, Harry and Meghan. God bless you. And God bless America. Brad, is that a wee person? Is that... It sounds like a person yeah. from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He says, yeah. Uh, if he's not a wee, wee person, maybe he was on helium. Yeah. <laughs> he is a wee person. He's a lovely little fella, and uh, he's doing interview. Lovely. <laughs> I like it when he started singing. And celebrations yeah. on <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding day. St. George's Chapel. La 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 la. La 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 la. And we can't yeah. wait for this day to celebrate with Meghan and Harry. We love you, <laughs> Harry and Meghan. God bless you. And God bless America. Oh, that was there nice. You go. He didn't have to say that. That no, was nice. That very kind of yeah. him. <laughs> I like that. Patty did the story earlier about those three Mario Batali restaurants that are shutting down out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And Brad said, you know, I never did thank you for sending me to one of the greatest parties of my life. Inadvertently. I, I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was a couple of years ago we had Mario on the show. Yeah. That's right, yeah, it was uh, 2007, October, and it was when you 2 were in town performing at the Garden. So, you know, Bono and The Edge and the guys were all there, and they're friends of Mario Batali. Mario invited you, Scott, to his post-concert uh, party for Bono at his restaurant, Babbo. And in- before, now, see, Brad <laughs> knows me that I don't go any of those star parties, so before I could even say no, he goes, Mario, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> And Mario, being Mario, said, yeah, yeah sure, why not? Sure. So my He's wife, Juliet, and I were then my fiancé. Juliet and I turned up to the restaurant at about 10 p.m. and it was empty. And within minutes, it was filled with, get this for a guest list, Beyonce, Josh Hartnett, ah. Helena Christensen, the supermodel. Oh, my gosh. Mike Myers. We had Bono turn up. We By had the, the way, he's not reading this. The, he's just the Edge. It was just a phenomenal party going on there of about 30 people and myself and my wife just mingling and chatting, having deep conversations. Oh, how are you, <laughs> Rihanna? I really am a big yeah. fan of yours. <laughs> Woody Harrelson lit something up and uh, shared it with me, so I had a bit of a... Had a yeah, puff. puff had just a to puff. get to the spirit. I don't know what Woody smokes. Um, oh, and he man. just started laughing at me. Woody Harrelson just kept laughing at my head. He goes, I love your oh, head, that's man. that's kind of insensitive. Yeah, well, Scott, <laughs> what are you talking about? You, that's you rid- my forehead every day. Make sure you're wearing a hat. I can't believe Woody Harrelson did that. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, Woody walked up and looked at Brad and said. Who are you? <laughs> All right, so that's what happens to Brad. Speaking of uh, weed, the state of, the, the state of Oregon. I know who Woody Harrelson oh, is. Oh, this is what, great. Listen to this. The state of Oregon has gone crazy. They have actually produced enough pot to supply every adult resident of the state of Oregon five ounces of legal marijuana. They have a doctor right next door to the pot store. Oh, to give them their... Yeah, you walk in there and say, I need help, doctor. All right, here you go. You give them 50 bucks and you got your script. Boy. 
So I wow. You know, it's medical. You should set one up in Rye, Scott. You could be the kingpin. That'd yeah. be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Scott Chan, the weed king. You'd make more money. Get out of here. Who are you? Shannon, the, who are I'm the weed king. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I am. Who are you? The weed king. <laughs> This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. Boston Bruins hockey player Brad Marchand has been caught twice licking opponents on the ice. (laughs) Brad was first seen licking the face of Leo Komarov from the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round of the playoff series. And he also uh, licked the face of Tampa Bay Lightning player Ryan Callahan in hockey. If you're licking an opponent, it's worse than spitting in his face. Really? Really? Mm. Why? Yeah. I think Who it would be. That? I'd much rather be licked than spit on. Well. <laughs> Any day of the week. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. What did you say? Say that again, Patty. I saw say your it. eyebrows shoot up. Some. Run that by me again. <laughs> I would rather be licked than spit on. If I'm going to play it, if I'm out playing a hockey game. Oh, okay. Have somebody... they already turned that into a little airdrop? That we yeah, oh, yeah. Afraid so. Shannon in the morning. <laughs> Shannon in the morning with Patty Steele. I'd rather be licked than spit on. <laughs> oh no, they, they won't play that. It'll just be I'd rather be licked. Now, <laughs> serious. The rest of the hockey players don't have to worry about uh, Mr. Marchand because his team was eliminated yesterday by the lightning. Yes. Oh. Or as I put it in the news this morning, they were licked by the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John Elliott. I knew you'd that's, like that. That's uh, two of you, two. You're something. You are just... It's a weird Monday. There's people licking wondering. each other. Yeah. Well, in yeah. a related saliva uh, question, uh, Scott, yeah. how are you on kissing women now? What? <laughs> Because you remember in the old days when you would meet people, you would kiss them on the cheek? Are you still doing that? Because I've stopped doing that. You know what happens? Every time I try it, I get the wrong side or I run into their ear or something. Or they slap you. (laughs) No, I've never. Scott's a big high five guy. Yeah. Kiss pump. Yeah. I don't do it. That's all. I used to kiss a lot, and I just don't do it anymore. Uh, Any more questions you have today? (laughs) No, no, I just was, I'm just curious, because that came up this weekend. Who and when do you kiss? If you just meet somebody, I shake their hand. That's all. Oh, well, sure. I still do that. Kiss strangers. But if I know them a little bit, I give them one of these. How you doing? Good to see you. (laughs) I don't lick them. You don't? (laughs) I don't lick on the first date. Once in a while. Being a guy from down under. Talking about Australia. Oh, I thought you were talking about yourself. <laughs> no. Like, what? Being a guy from down under like Brad. Yeah. He comes to our country for a better life. And sure enough, he ran into this lovely woman, Juliet. And he decided, he said, oh boy, I better stop the wheel right here. Yeah. I was looking, I was looking for love. You were worried about me, Scott. Yeah. And he married. He was turning into a bit of a slut. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, it's true. And then he no, met Juliet. And everything was perfect. They've got three no, still is. beautiful okay, little good. kids, yeah. Clementine, Matilda, and Harvey. Mm-hmm. He's kind of taken Harvey under his wing, and he's teaching him the ins and outs of manhood. He took uh, Harvey to a Yankees game last night. 
And he made a, you know, like a video. He chronicled the trip. Uh-huh. Yep. On my know. Instagram stories. You're you know, a filmmaker. You do that. And all of a sudden, Harvey gets up in the video, and he's doing some kind of, um, of the a greatest Snoopy dance. dance. It's the greatest. <laughs> that little guy can move. And uh, <laughs> and I asked Brad about it earlier, and he says, oh, man, you don't know about What is it, Brad? It's the floss. It's yeah. it's taking the world by storm. Oh, yeah. Here I am, living in a state of ignorance. <laughs> Where does he see that? It's no, it's all. Over. It's it, it went viral a year ago by a kid called the Backpack Kid. Right. And Katy Perry made this guy famous, right. and uh, since then, kids have just been practicing it at school and everything. So and where does he watch that? No, just just through kids at school. It's like a uh, viral on their, dance on his phone. On his, his yeah. Do your home. kids know about the floss, Sue? I'm sure they know about the floss. Or is it younger? Yeah, it starts pretty young, but everyone's yeah. doing it mm-hmm. to the extent that I challenge Scott Shannon to learn the floss. <laughs> that everyone's one's doing gonna it. Just why, would I want, why would I want to learn the floss? Because everyone's doing it, Scott. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not everyone. Scott, you were there when they invented the twist. <laughs> no, I, I was not there when they invented the twist. It was the jitterbug. Right. <laughs> I was not present for the birth of either one of those dances. A waltz. Holy moly. So, I guess the people around you and Harvey Yeah, we were, were sitting there and people just lost it when they saw the floss come out. People love that dance, Scott. Yeah, and I think it's very gender fluid. Now with the floss. It's, yeah, it is gender fluid. You're yeah, absolutely right. That's right. Gender, yes. so it looks... Yeah, men so and women? Yeah, you're comfortable either way. Oh, the <laughs> men look a little... <laughs> no, they look... Men, no, they no, look, you're so wrong. Say it. It Say doesn't it. look so manly. <laughs> oh, I disagree. Oh, really? It looks a little metrosexual, but that's okay. That's, that's all right. It's fluid. You're you're moving. You're really moving. You're grooving. Man, look you at got, you go. Look at you go. No, no, no. I'm just seeing if I can move it like that. So can you explain? Oh, you can move it, man. Seen, look at that. Have you, John? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, but you're going to hurt yourself. Do you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. I'm just, get your arms I'm into to, it. I'm thinking you go like this. You move your arms. Yeah, you move your look arms at you. And your look hips, at you. Your arms and your hips. Yeah. Yeah. Now you look like your garden. Right. Oh. Yeah. Look, you look that delicious. Is, wow. 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 You are gender fluid, Scott. Yeah, that makes me. All right, so. There you go, the move dance, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you out of touch, that's why we're here. The floss. Taught, taught to me by Brad's. Wonderful son, Harvey. Hi, Scott. (laughs) Thank you, Harvey. Who are you? (laughs) That's Scott. I'm the guy doing a floss. Radio.com. Daily Dirt, Ross for Patty. Congratulations to Kate Upton, who landed at number one on this year's Maxim Magazine's Hot 100. Yes, there's two good reasons, too. The issue will be out June 19th. (laughs) That was terrible. Well, sorry. Can't do it anymore. Don't you know what's going on? Sorry. 72nd (laughs) annual. No clue, do you? It's all going right past you. What? (laughs) 
Go ahead. Seventy-second annual Tony oh, Awards sakes. will be handed out Sunday. Josh Groban used to work together in the eighties. Don't mean you got to act like it. <laughs> like it's still the eighties. Josh Groban and Sarah Bareilles are the hosts. With CBS carrying the big event live, you'll see performances from all the nominated musicals. Uh, most nominations: Mean Girls and SpongeBob SquarePants the musical. They have twelve nominations mm-hmm. each. Going to the movies this weekend, Sandra. You're gonna piss off. <laughs> Sandra Bullock and her all-female Ocean's Eight crew will be the box office winners. They'll probably take in between thirty-three and thirty-eight million dollars. Tread lightly. Yeah. Tread lightly with these women. And <laughs> what and, you got to say about them, Ross? They got the big ones. <laughs> And finally, Kate Middleton's little sister, Pippa, is pregnant. She's 34 years old. She's married to James Matthews. That's showbiz news, Scott. Thank you very much. Unscathed. <laughs> I was hoping for a dirty Pippa Middleton comment from yeah. Ross then. A bit disappointed with that one, Ross. You didn't, you didn't bring it home, baby. <laughs> I can do one more story if you no, want. No, that's fine. Yesterday, on this show, we played back a uh, interview from the Colbert Late Show. Jessica Chastain was on talking about her Italian husband. There's a lot of, like, gestures that I've learned. Oh, okay. My husband does this thing where I'm a worrier, so I say things like, I'm afraid if we drive too late, we might get in a car accident. He always says this. He goes, and then grabs his testicles. (laughs) A lot of Italians do it. It's a thing? It's a thing. But he's always really annoyed at me right before he does it. Like, how dare you say it? And then he does this because he can't go on without doing that because then we might get in a car crash. You hexed yourself is what he's saying. So basically he's saving our lives, Steve. You know, (laughs) I have several Italian friends. Uh Uh-huh. You've never seen them grab their... Never seen them grab that before. (laughs) Never have. I swear to God. (laughs) You know, I've I've seen it in Italy. I haven't seen it here. Really? You've seen it, Petty? Yes, I have seen it. That's a problem. I live right here. But I'm not sure that that's what they were doing at that moment. (laughs) It might have been for a different reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yesterday they're very demonstrative as fate would have it brad ran into the lovely jessica chastain <gasps> oh. who seems to be a wonderful person i've never she's talked adorable. to her that's right yeah amazing woman and she's I do a, know she's attractive very attractive very talented she's uh, in a movie that comes out it's about her being a young painter that goes out to the dakotas to paint sitting mm-hmm. bull so 100 years ago 100 years ago yes yeah, so that's the movie but so i was on that red carpet last night and what made her get into that movie <laughs> She's an actress. She likes to take interesting parts. She doesn't want to just go shake it in front of a camera. Interesting. I think it sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'd right. go it's a Penny Steele movie that you'll see I in would Montclair. Totally go see it. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great to see you again. How you doing? I've got to say, America woke up this morning and got to see an amazing segment on Colbert last night from you. How did that go for you? Not so well with my husband. What did he say after he saw that? He was like, "Baby, why uh, you do this to me?" I think he was um, he was embarrassed. Anyway, um, this movie, well done. Uh, your character in this leaves New York, goes out into the Dakotas. Uh, a brave woman? Absolutely. This was 30 years before women had the right to vote. Women were seen as property of their husbands, uh, fathers, the brothers, the men in their life. Well, well done. And your husband, I hope he repairs from being outed on national television. I know, poor guy. I embarrass him all the time. Yeah, yeah. well done. <laughs> all right, I guess I... Woman Walks Ahead is that's the right, name woman, of the movie. Yeah, that's woman we should say the name of the movie. Yeah, that's right. Woman Walks Ahead, Scott. Will you and Trish go down? Is that the name of the movie? Woman, woman walks, walks Ahead. Yeah. 
so they don't watch their husbands grab their... That movie might inspire you to do it with Trish. The... No, I don't do that. No, I don't you think don't he'll do grab that. Your He's a gentleman. Operation. <laughs> don't I, don't that. Do... I don't run around grabbing myself. <laughs> You're not Italian. <laughs> what a woman, though. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's uh, she's yeah. very funny, it's too. Adorable. She's cute, and yep. she's got a great sense of humor, yep. and uh, she's a fine actress. Fine she's actress, like, yeah. Who sometimes made some weird selections. <laughs> Not gonna go watch the Sitting Bull movie. Good luck no. to her with the Sitting Bull movie oh, in, I, yeah. in Dakota. Which is it, North or South? No, North. That's right. North Dakota. One time, I think we we're in like one of those Caribbean islands, and Kathleen was a little girl. Right. I got up early and I took her to the beach. You know how they have the chairs set up on the beach? Sure. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there, and Kathleen's playing in the sand out of the water. I'm looking out there. I didn't see anybody. I'm Emerges a mermaid. No, no. There's a woman came out of the water. And I'm just looking. I see her head. And all of a sudden, as she gets a little bit closer to shore, I realize that she's... Topless. Topless. Wow. Well, yeah. And... Shannon Radar jumps. Perfect. Perfect, wow. yeah. So she's coming out. So I had to turn my head. I didn't want to be like a lech. <laughs> And all of a sudden, she comes right at me. I'm, 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 what am I? Was it your wife? <laughs> it was Jacqueline Bissett. <laughs> it was not Trish. <laughs> she, this girl looked like Bo Derrick. Wow. And she comes over and starts talking to Kathleen. <laughs> I'm trying not I don't Did she have an accent? <laughs> she had a little bit of an accent and she was tan all over. Oh, sure. Scott, she did was. you introduce yourself? Like, yeah. I'm I, a could, DJ. I was. I'm Hamala Hamala. I'm talking to a stranger with no top on, and she's just like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> how do you make small talk with someone? Oh, like this. I'm going. <laughs> it was. I had a hard time, let's put it that oh, way. Oh, of course you did. I mean, it was did difficult. Did you get a selfie? 837 <laughs> here at CBS. <laughs> it was tough. I'm trying wow. to be a gentleman. And yeah. It's not my fault. God made us that way. Well, no, I know that. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying they're not doing it for you. They're doing Paul it because Scott. they just are, you know. Oh, she was doing it for me. Live in the sunshine. No swim in the sea. <laughs> Conflicted. He's trying to be father of the year, take his daughter out to make sad castles, and that hits yeah. him in the face. Right. And, and, and then she, he's Dudley Moore. What did she say? Did she react to it at all? Did your little one react to it? She didn't care. Yeah, right? she didn't care. There you buddies. go. I guess she had just oh. gotten married. Your and, daughter? No, no. The no. lady. Oh. Her and her husband want to have a baby, and they were so... Going to take yours. She, <laughs> was so, she was so fascinated with Kathleen because she was really a cute baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She oh, was that beautiful. Like that. Anyway, back to business. <laughs> wow. There's a new movie coming out. This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. Moments ago, we had a uh, big contest winner on the early morning Brain Buster. <laughs> And the, this and is the, big. And the fellow that called in was uh, chit-chatting with Patty. Yeah. And uh, this is how it went. I go to Studio Groomers in Montclair, and they are absolutely wonderful, and I walk out feeling good. The only problem is I can't recreate the hair. So. Yeah, it <laughs> looks good one time. <laughs> right. Here's I think a... your hair looks fine every morning. Because the question was all about... Hair salons. Hair salons. So Patty says, where'd you say you go? I go to Studio Groomers in Montclair, and they are absolutely wonderful, and I walk... Now, what kind of places? Who runs Studio? Well, that's just the problem. (laughs) If I walked out of there, I'd have to be on a leash, because that's where I take my dogs to get groomed. I go to Parlor Hair Studio. 
Nat Studio Groomers. You know what? I'm going to guess that nobody from Parlor Hair Studios up right now. But if they were, moments ago when you said that, they go, "What the hell are you talking about? What about us? What? I mean, I've heard of multitasking before, but you and the dog same salon. Yeah, I look like a poodle every day. You know what's great about you too? You smell so good too, and they give you a free bone right when you leave, and a little kerchief around my neck. That I leave on for three weeks. Oh, my. You don't get the two like little you know bows, the little bows on my ears. I get the little red hillbilly, yeah, hillbilly handkerchief. And you get that? I love them. I think they look so cute when they you come do. back. I know. I love that. I leave him on as long as Riley likes to get his off. He wrestles with it till he gets it off. But... Yeah, my new puppy Luna. She was like trying to bite at it, but she got used to it, and she actually went swimming with it. So I had to take it off because it was orange, and she's very pale. Old, so. And it looks great on you today, Patty. You know, oh, thanks. Knowing Patty, she'll drop Luna off at the hair salon. I probably would. Now, we were talking about Ariana Grande. Which she now is telling us is the correct way to pronounce her name. Grande, not Grande. Grande. But, but will it be Davidson? Yes. No, I hear that uh, Kermit told me that, that uh, her boyfriend slash fiance says that she's just going to drop the last name it's just going to be ariana she's going to be like prince and madonna one name yeah one name person i just thought she sounded like a little girl when she's talking about it. a what? little girl how did you know pete was the one for you i mean it's just like a feeling you know that's so cheesy like people are always like when you know you know and you're like oh yeah whatever okay i was thinking about it and i'm wondering if i was going to interview her. Right. We're going to interview her and say, well, how are you doing? Nice to see you, Ariana. <laughs> how are you? Are <laughs> uh, you still in love with Pete? Huh? <laughs> right. Well, you like him so much, anyway. Right. You love him, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I love that. So yeah. how long are you going to be together, hon? Right. Oh, my. All right. Thanks for talking That's three to me. Years. I appreciate <laughs> That's what it. I got out of it too. Yeah. It's like sick. <laughs> she sounds a little older than that. Not much. Yeah, maybe twelve. <laughs> uh, one of the founding members of the Four Tops, Duke Fakir, spoke to Aretha Franklin right before she died last week, and he shared her final word. Oh, we got the wrong. I'm sorry. Duke. That wasn't Duke. That, wasn't that, that wasn't one of the four tops. No. All right, time to check the traffic. Let's go to Emily. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. Sorry, we got Ariana in there instead. Ariana. Now, Let me do this. here's Emily. I'm Emily West with Shannon the Morning Traffic on CBS FM. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a word from Patty Steele. <laughs> get over this <laughs> have you heard about tasha schleicher did you oh, cover yeah. that this morning John? Schleicher. yeah ts you, you know about her <laughs> no he doesn't hell yeah you don't know about her no, he doesn't. good old tasha one schleicher. of the worst drunk driving offenders in the country at it again she'd been arrested in seven states mm-hmm how about that? Seven state Tasha, we call her. DUI-related arrest in Kentucky, Wisconsin, Indiana, California, Oregon, and her home state of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. How about that? Making America drunk again. She 
She has not been to jail. What? what? Wait, been John, arrested. I thought you knew that. Well, yeah, no, I thought you knew it there, this mister. This is a developing story. I mean, we're covering this. <laughs> She's I never been to jail. How is that possible? I don't know. It's so weird how these judges are. Yeah. She's had 11 children, but she doesn't know where any of them are. <laughs> oh, and it's after 10. feel for the little ones. How old is she? She's uh, 21. She looks, like she's about, no. <laughs> she looks like she's about 40. I can't tell. There's a picture of her, but she's on probation. And she just, this time, she had tried to fill her vehicle with kerosene. She was arrested in Illinois. She was found passed out behind the wheel at a gas station. The Kerosene's keys... not good for cars, is no, it? No, it's not. No, yeah. you're right. Okay. And she had the keys were in the ignition. One class of DUI offenders in particular continues to drive while intoxicated with disregard to the legal, social, and personal ramifications. Is that you commenting? or is that Said something? the police chief. Oh. She falls into this category. She's 41. She had 11 kids. Doesn't okay. know where any of them are. Well, she could actually keep going. If there's... Ever a person who belongs in jail for her own good? It's this woman, yeah, right. Seven state Tasha. That's what you were saying on TV this morning, wasn't it, John? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know nothing. Never heard well, you of her should, before. You should have heard what Raggy had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Are you familiar with today's forecast by any chance? You should have heard Raggy talk about today's forecast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Radio. Patty was telling me how freaked out she was 17 years ago because she didn't have her phone with her. Right. And today, well, no, I had it. I just couldn't use it. Couldn't use it. But today, she left it at home, and she has been driving everyone on the show well, crazy. Well, because my daughter is in London for a semester, and she's been trying to get me, so then she started harassing Kermit. So... She's fine. Because she needs money. She's at, a, she's, at a, she's at a phone <laughs> store. She's switching over to British phones or whatever, and she's what? freaking out. She wants money. You, you think that's do. unusual? No, when not When your a- kid's <laughs> in London. I've never had a kid in Europe when I was here. Sorry. All right. She's going to swim, Scott. Swim across swim. the Atlantic yeah. right now. Yeah, I yeah. think she can do it. All right. Swim do over. it, Patty. She's going to swim over. <laughs> what happened to the movie? Well, yeah, where's the movie? Where, where are we going? I don't know. They destroyed the whole thing. Gee uh, Dawn, Dawn, are you there? <laughs> yes, I am. What movie was uh, Kermit talking about? That was Stripes. Stripes of Bill Murray and... Uh, Harold Ramis, congratulations. Very fun. Wow. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you need someone to swim across a river or an ocean, you got Patty. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Paul Simon at Fleshy Meadows Corona Park, which is right around the corner from where he grew up. He said, this is two miles from where I played high school baseball in Forest Hills. He's now 76. He wrote his first song when he was 13. Everybody in the audience knew every word to the songs, and they all sang along. And especially when he did this one, when he was singing about Rosie, the Queen of Corona. Paul Simon wrapping up his live concert career Saturday night with that song. And didn't Paul say though that he just wasn't going to tour anymore, but that right. he'd still yeah, do he's still going to make appearances. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. He just yeah, is not going to be a big uh, solo show anymore. Yeah. He's not going to do, like he's not going to front line concerts. But he'll, it's like, but he'll, 
Billy Joel calls him up, he might swing by. Right. Sure. Do a group right, concert. You'll, pro- you'll probably get him on your show now, Scott. Yeah. He doesn't come around me. He's got that free time. He doesn't he come doesn't, around you? What happened to you? Around. I don't know. I never had any What problem. happened? I mean, because I read some stuff online, but I don't want to. There's wanna... nothing between <laughs> me and you. Oh, Simon, are you crazy? You burned that bridge, boy. No, I didn't say it. I've never even I, I didn't believe half even, of it. I don't think I've ever even <laughs> met Paul Simon. Well, I don't know. I don't think. Probably have. Paul was going to yeah. call in and say, you... Scotty. Don't Scotty, you remember? Don't you we, remember? <laughs> we were at Yale. It's quite possible. No, we weren't no, at Yale. <laughs> remember just a few moments ago when you said you've never met Paul Simon ever? I, I remember that because I asked him and you were adamant. I've never yes, met him. Yes, yes. Yeah, you said I I've heard never that. met him. Well, 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 some listener just uh, texted me over a picture of you next to Paul Simon in the studio back back in the day. Not only are you next to him, I'm pretty sure you're both holding a guitar and embracing each other. (laughs) God. Wow. Okay, so I did. I have met him, huh? You look like buddies. So I have met him, and, and I Ross did it. is right there in the background, so he could actually fill us in on. He doesn't remember any better than I do. What are you crazy? I mean, you look like Garfunkel's replacement. That's how close you guys are. All right, so I stand corrected. I have met Paul Simon and mm-hmm. interviewed and spent and time interviewed with, and hung out. With. He stood at your place that night. Yeah, I like about twenty years All from now, right. he's going to say, "You know, I, I never met Patty Steele. I wish that I'd had a chance." <laughs> He actually gave you a shout-out at the Garden on Friday. But... No, he did. Yeah, way to go, Scotty. Yeah. Scotty must be here. Isn't he here? Uh, Everyone, a round of applause for Scott Shad. Yeah, where is he? Stand up. Scott Hotline's Shad. ringing. It might be Paul. Paul's not calling. <laughs> it is 8-10, 10 minutes <laughs> I did say that. Yes, you did. Pretty adamant about it, too. It was a long time ago. Well, yeah. I, was, yeah. I had a lot of stuff going on back then. A lot of stuff. Yeah, really? yeah you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be in the book? <laughs> he can't remember it. How can it be in the book? This is the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. Minka Kelly. Now, when's the show on, Brad? Uh, it's DC Comics streaming service that begins today. Yeah, DC, you know, yeah. Superman, Batman, Scott, you still love those. Their own Netflix. Those characters? Basically. So, I get it. I got it. I understand that, but... That's me. You know, that's Minka Kelly you were talking to, right? right? Yep. You do realize there was a, another area you could have gone into. You covered the Mucinex. Yeah. You covered the TV show. Ad nauseum. Were you aware that she did, you know, sleep with Derek Jeter for a year or so? Oh, oh Patty and I. Oh, that, wait a minute. I, I said, Brad, oh, we you're need blaming to ask Brad. her about no. Patty wanted to go straight for the dirt. I've learned what a yeah. puss you are this week. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> so I don't drink enough. And so I Brad, it's your fault. <laughs> it is my fault. I'll tell you that. Yes. Yes. What you am I going to say, Scott? What am I going to? Uh, how am I going to put that into a conversation about a superhero? Well, something a sweet. Is it, Even in the intro, I wanted to say and former Derek Jeter love, yeah. and he said, "No, no, don't do that. You can't do that, Patty. I can't hey, believe it." Hey, Mika, did you get one of those baskets after you? <laughs> You get a nice gift basket, a consolation gift basket when he escorted you to the door. Tell us about Derek's bobblehead. (laughs) Tell us, does he really have that garage with all the Fords in it? Could have asked him anything or her anything. 
But no, not Brad. No. Back to you the don't want to get head. to the heart of the matter. <laughs> you don't want to talk about... Mucinex. You don't want to talk about Mucinex. <laughs> Why does a superhero need Mucinex? Man? Right, that was a good question. Come on, that was a good one. I liked it. <laughs> she oh, was lovely. <laughs> She was nice. Yeah, she was very well, sweet. Well, Brad, you ought to be sued for something. Gross misuse of the airwaves. Yeah. yeah. Well, what could have I said? What would have happened? Like? You say, you know, you've been lucky that you're a lovely lady and you've gone out with so many handsome... Like Derek Jeter. Like Derek Jeter. <laughs> what know? was it like to touch his body after he hit no, You mark? don't say that. No. you got to have a little no. class. No. Right, so. After the mucinex, you could have said, now is Derek Jeter something to sneeze at? <laughs> like very right. good. Yeah, that's a, yeah, you're a, you're a great teacher. Oh my Lord. You're a great oh, interview. I'm going to have John do the next interview. Yeah. yeah, you'd be a big wuss, too. You wouldn't get around to that. There was a way to do it, you know. Are you a big... Uh, after you dated Derry Jeter, were you a big baseball fan? Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. A lot of different wow. ways to go, but no, you put your head in the sand and ran. Oh, well, Scott, he's also observed way. you ask questions like that and have people walk out of the studio. Yes. Right? That's a possibility, too. And that would be good for your resume. Minka Kelly once hung up on me. (laughs) Earlier on the broadcast today, we had a uh, commercial for the folks at Chrysler. I say that, Chrysler. (laughs) Brad's face. Here's Brad. Here's Brad and his... uh, his commercial. Oh, Listen to this. Hey, Brad Blanks here. What comes to your mind when you think of a hybrid vehicle? Great on gas, but small in size, right? Well, I've been driving around my very own Chrysler Pacifica hybrid. Chrysler. Well, that's interesting. Is that how you say it in yeah. down under? Space and efficiency yeah. while simultaneously looking sleek and stylish. <laughs> Finally, an efficient hybrid vehicle capable of handling all my family's needs yeah. and yours. I mean, this thing seats seven people. The Chrysler Pacifica hybrid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brad. Yeah. Did they say that different in Australia? Yeah, Chrysler. They, yeah, they say everything different down there. Chrysler. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he says H when he says HBO. Yeah. Oh, that's a speech impediment, actually. I think the Chrysler's part of your speech impediment. <laughs> Chrysler. I mean, I don't want to be somebody's going like, don't make fun of him because he got a speech impediment. I don't think it's a speech impediment. It's, it's an I, think just a, <laughs> I think it's a wrong. Oh, yeah, I'm meant to say it. Chrysler. 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 Soft. Oh, Chrysler. Even Sue knows how to do I that. I know. That's yeah. like... But is that... Is that <laughs> Chrysler. Yeah, that's standard no, down there. No, no. So it's the S is the only thing I get wrong. Chrysler. Oh, that's all right. I can handle the S. Listen to yeah. me. Listen. No. Chrysler. Chrysler. There you there go. You this is big. This well, is the feedback I want. technically he said Chrysler. Yeah, he said you put an A in it. It's, <laughs> it's, he's Italian. Put the, put the final well, R. Chrysler. Chrysler. There you wow. go. Yeah. Yeah. That's not right coming out of no, here. No, I know. That doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad we're doing like Shannon in the Morning hooked on phonics right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve Irwin is rolling in his grave right now, but I am butchering the Australian accent in in America. But you're in America. <laughs> talking about an American car. Yeah, a legendary car. It's, it's been around for a long time. All right, I'm going right. to go. Say it again. Chrysler. There's an R, Chrysler. Chrysler. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that. That's oh, nah, not don't exactly yeah, what no. we're looking for. Chrysler. <laughs> Chrysler. You got oh, it? Damn. While we're at it, what event are you hosting tonight? <laughs> It's a Radio Hall of Fame, yeah. and I'm a long way from it. <laughs> <laughs>
In an effort to save the account, the entire account of Chrysler Automobiles, <laughs> Chrysler? I, I took it upon myself to step in and fix the Brad Blank situation. Um, the commercial that he recorded, he referred to their automobile as a Chrysler. 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 <laughs> and it just sounded so weak. We've repaired the damage with him, and now he's ready for prime time. Yeah, Scott, so what comes to mind when you think of a hybrid vehicle? You know, great on gas, but small in size, right? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been driving around my very own Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. Close. That's right. It's a Chrysler wow. Pacifica Hybrid. Yeah, I think I nailed it then. America's first and only hybrid minivan, a hybrid solution that provides both space and efficiency while simultaneously looking simultaneously. sleek and stylish. Yeah, simultaneously. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, an efficient hybrid vehicle capable of handling all your family's needs. It seats seven and it's big enough to hold all your stuff. Get in there. The Chrysler Pacifica <laughs> Hybrid. <laughs> and uh, hurry into your local Chrysler dealership. You should let Scott jump in and do the Chrysler word each time. <laughs> Hurry in and visit your what? Chrysler. Chrysler. <laughs> dealership. <laughs> to receive these great benefits of owning a Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid, wow. one more benefit, the looks of envy on your neighbor's faces. Oh my gosh! The way you butcher the language, that guy Joe is just lucky that Sue didn't meet you before him. The, the two of you would go good together. In the theaters this weekend, I got brand a lot of stuff. You got that Creed 2, which is supposedly better than you would think it would be. Yeah, great. You know, I mean, obviously all the cliches in it, but they have brilliant twists on it. Fantastic, that Michael B. Jordan. And, of course, for the young people, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. John C. Riley, Potty Mouth Sarah Silverman in there. Mm-hmm. Gal Gadot, they do the voices. Yeah. Right. yeah, she's Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. As we present a special preview of the movie, a special review, our very own junior correspondent, Harvey Blanks, with Ralph Breaks the Internet. Hi, Scott. Hi, Patty. Hi, everybody. This is the sequel to my favorite movie, Wreck-It Ralph. (laughs) Wreck-It Ralph came out when I was, like, two, and so it's amazing they made another one. So, Ralph is a really good character. All he wants is to have a normal life with his best friend. But his best friend wants something new. And so they travel to the internet to find something new. There's some cool characters like the lady from Wonder Woman and her crew. And there's this guy called Knows More. It's kind of like Google. They have Amazon and all the different apps like eBay, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Scott, I'm sorry. I know you still love AOL, but it's not in there. They're all new companies. This film made me feel sad because it's the departing of two friends, but it also was really funny. It showed how funny friends can be when they're figuring out problems. And I give this a four and a half star review. You guys should go see it in theaters. Thanks for having me on your show. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. There you go. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so Complete with a little coaching from his father. <laughs> Funny, but at the same time, heartrending. Can't believe yeah. he knew, and he knew what AOL was. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah he did. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. Well, I, did, I sort of told him the story about your love for AOL, Scott. And uh, You know what I you stick with? You love that with? little guy. So I'm faithful. What's <laughs> wrong with that?
<laughs> Every internet site gets mentioned in this movie. Not AOL. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yesterday, Brad ran into a lady by the name of Essie. And how long has Essie worked Uh, here? 20 years. 20 years. He got the exclusive interview with Essie yesterday. What's your name? My name is Essie. What's your favorite ride? Men in Black. Why? To shoot the aliens. I love to shoot the aliens. Get rid of the aliens. Right. Anything else? I do love the mummy as well. It's an indoor roller coaster because it doesn't go upside down. What about the rock and rip it up? Oh, no, you can keep that one. I'll let you try that one. What, why? Why don't why <laughs> no, would you? No, it does too many flips. What? I don't, I don't like flipping. You don't like... I like to keep it real. Keep it real. What, what about me and you go on the Incredible Hulk? Ah, to... uh, I think about it. Let me give it a thought. Let me yeah. let me eat first, and I come back later, I think about it. Huh? <laughs> all right, let me feel my belly first. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Uh, I you... just want you to enjoy yourself. Come back and see us again. Were you a musician? Did you ever sing? I just hum a little bit. That's all I do. I, I can speak a little bit of jibber jabber. I can speak a little bit of jibber jabber. That's all I do. Jibber, 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 jibber. That's what you do. That's what I do all day long. We do all that jibber jabber, jibber jabber. That's all I do all day long. I do seven different languages, but I do it all at one time, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Essie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, how Essie. cute is she? Essie. Good Essie. Lord. Wow. 20 years here. What is that her real voice? That's her real yeah. voice, yeah. yeah. She works right here on Hollywood Boulevard, so yeah. she's getting all. She is actually getting people from all over the world walking past her every day, and she has to greet them. Do so you, those seven languages yes. come in handy, <laughs> right? Yes. All at once. Do you remember a comedian named Flip Wilson? Oh yeah, the devil made him do it. He dressed up like a woman, Geraldine. <laughs> Geraldine, that sounds just I like. I forgot about that. She sounds just like Essie. That's right. <laughs> Geraldine and Essie might be the same person for all I know. <laughs> I felt like I was listening to Z100 again with Super Shannon. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Shannon in the Morning Big Show Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.